TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Jeff Boron from SendYourKidsToCollege.org is on the WBEN Trocare College Live Line. If you have kids in college, there is a little bit of, I guess, chaos in the FAFSA process. Uh, Jeff, an overhaul of the federal student aid application was supposed to make things simpler this year. Instead, it seems like it's anything but. Well, you know, Susan, it's causing a lot of headaches and we're getting bombarded with calls. Uh, The colleges are sending emails to the prospective students saying, hey, we haven't received your your FAFSA, your financial aid information yet. Uh, In the meantime, because of a glitch in the system in calculating the formula, uh, they have delayed, they announced they've delayed transmission of FAFSA data to the colleges till at least mid-March, and they've, uh, they've given no date as of yet. Uh, that's gonna cause a lot of hiccups in the award letter process going out to students. So there's actually talk now of the traditional May 1st decision day deadline having to be pushed back to possibly even June or July. Wow. I mean, that is a a big pushback. I I had heard that maybe these financial aid offers wouldn't come until April. And and even if that's the case, if we're talking April and students are waiting that long for the offer from college, from a university, from the FAFSA program, what can that do for your planning? That has to throw a lot of things kind of in a loop and make people wondering, "Uh uh-oh, am I going to afford the bill when it comes? Right. It's it's tough because, you know, students need this information to select the college that they're going to go to because part of your decision is cost. And that's being delayed. It's causing a lot of frustration. Right now, there's over 3 million FAFSA applications sitting in a queue uh, waiting to be transferred to the colleges, which, again, won't happen until at least mid-March by the looks of it. The other big problem is right now, if a student wants to add a college or make a correction to a FAFSA they've already submitted, the system is locked. So they can't go back in and and fix an error or add a college or two that uh, they've recently applied to because it looks like something that might be a good fit. Um, That's causing a lot of frustration as well. Is there anything that the student or families can do to get around this or speed up the process, or they just have to be patient? No, they just have to be patient, which is tough at this time of year. There's a lot of anxiety, uh, primarily with students that are incoming freshmen, because you know they've applied to 10 to 15 schools, perhaps, and they have no idea what the financial picture is going to look like because they need that award letter. 
The reason for the delay, uh, I understand they're fixing a problem that actually might free up more aid for people. Can you help us explain that a little or understand that a little bit? It's funny, you step back from this and it seems kind of simple to us, but they never updated the financial aid tables to accommodate inflation. So every year the tables get updated just like our, our you know, our, our tax tables get updated for, for income levels. The same thing happens with the FAFSA and they never went in and updated the tables for the current inflation. And what they found is by not doing that, that would have cost well over a billion dollars of financial aid lost to students. So they've made the decision to put the brakes on, do the fix, and then recalculate all the FAFSA information before they transmit it. Is this, you know, glitch and delay in the entire system enough to have some students, even if they're already in school, kind of have that fear of, uh, you know, maybe I'm just going to drop out or take a semester off because I'm not going to be able to afford this with this aid coming in? You know, it's it's tough. It just leaves a lot of unknown and uncertainty. And for those students that are that are questioning what they're doing already, you know, maybe, gee, this major isn't for me or I'm not sure if I like that college or if I want to go back to that college. Uh, it just increases that level of uncertainty for them. So I'm assuming this is going to cause, again, that frustration, which uh, may make students make different decisions. I'm thinking, too, that this really affects incoming freshmen the most, right? Because we always thought that decisions for college choice were made by May 1st. If I think I heard you say June or July. I mean, that that's really late. Right. Well, we, what you have to remember is that colleges are preparing their operating budgets and projection because, you know, the college has to, has to make money. It's a business. So they need that information to really calculate what their financial picture looks like. And it's, it's, it's not just a, a cut and dry process. It, it's a long process they go through to really try to navigate what students uh, they're going to give uh, awards to and then fix and control their operating budgets so that the college remains profitable. Which we've been talking about right for years. The idea of that actually happening seems like a, a pipe dream. Yeah, it's uh, it's getting tougher and tougher. I've been doing this a lot of years, working with families on college and uh, through, through sending your kids to college and the frustration level seems higher than ever this year, uh, especially when the parents and the students are getting emails from the colleges saying, we need your we need your data, but they're no longer in control because it's sitting in a queue somewhere and the college won't get it. It's too bad that the parents couldn't send the information to the college, right, the way they sent it to, back to FAFSA, but... Yeah, you know, I've been doing this so long. We used to do it on paper originally and, and send in a paper form. Um, so it's it's a lot different. Uh, the Department of Education is not looking very good, first of all, because of how long this rollout took. It, it, was, it was put in place to start, uh, and they've been working on it for three years now. And it was supposed to actually roll out October 1st of 2022, and then they said, you know, the system's not ready yet. So they pushed it back to October 1st of 2023. 
and then they delayed it again until January 1st of 2024, and when they rolled out the system, it had uh, flaws and it kept crashing. Well, hopefully uh, people don't have that rough of a time and are able to get this done on time before the bill All comes in. All I can in. say is, is be patient, uh, especially if you're parents and students. I know there's a lot of anxiety and emotion involved with picking a college and how are we going to pay for that. Uh, be patient right now and just know that there's going to be a long wait time before you start getting those financial aid award letters. Yeah, there is that wait there. Hey, Jeff, thank you. Jeff Boron of SendYourKidsToCollege.org joining us live this morning. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.